Hiya girls, we are Barney and Lukey and we are the hot young visionaries behind Truffle Pig Wigs. And this is Cliffhangers, the unofficial, unrequested and unhinged RuPaul's Drag Race recap show. The views and opinions expressed on Cliffhangers are from a couple of women who just love drag and have zero real business judging it. If you are not a fan of Red Hot Acidic Critique, turn back now. To Wong Fu, thanks for nothing, Julie Newmar, it's Barney. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and she must have caught COVID a long time ago because the bitch has never had any taste. It's Lukey! (laughs) What you've heard, it is true. Well, carrying on from that, we are coming to you this week, one day late, isolated, alone, and full to the gills of... Coronavirus! It's got us, gals. <laughs> full to the gills. You got me, gal. I hate to say it. We are both... We're crawling with it. We're we are riddled with it. <laughs> um, although, I actually feel fine, which is partly down to probably having one um, one vaccine shot. And you've had two. I've had two. Get your jabs, honeys. Please. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I did actually manage to squeeze in a show on Friday. And, uh, so that was fun. I did get a negative PCR before that. I didn't just go intentionally just to ruin everyone's uh, weekends. But <laughs> Or luckily, did you? <laughs> luckily, this could be you. If you are, um, you could have coronavirus and due to your vaccine, it could not be affecting you in horrible ways. I mean, the most annoying thing is that unfortunately... <laughs> We've had to take a 10-day break from work while we isolate, which sounds like heaven, but it's actually very fucking annoying, isn't it, Luke? <laughs> well, yeah, especially for our loving customers who have paid up front for these wigs and mm. we are now delayed in getting them to them, but we're doing what we can, only- honeys. Mm. There's only so much fucking TV you can watch as well. I'm already bored. It's um, I'd actually rather have something mindless to do. You know, better, better teasing, better planning. I'm just glad I remembered to bring the charger for me, Dilly. Otherwise, yeah, well, exactly. very lonely, cold nights. Exactly. Um, should we talk about the drags? Let's get into it. So, previously on the Divas wrote and performed their uplifting drag single, Show Up Queen. TKB was a top all-star. Alexis, bam, Mateo, controversially won the legacy lip sync after an unfortunate wardrobe malfunction and after a truly roller coaster ride of emotions. Janet Street Porter sashayed away. Thoughts? Um... I was going to say I hate to see you leave, but I'd love to see you. But that's just not true. Um, Yeah, I'm honestly, if there's one thing that I can't love on Drag Race, it's just the same story being played over and over again. And that felt like all of Jan's All-Stars legacy, to be honest. That's why I had to stop watching Geordie Shaw the other day, because it's literally (laughs) just going round in circles. Like, uh, Chloe thinks that Abby is crying because she's jealous of her and Sam, but she's just sad because she's single and they can't work it out. I had to skip like five episodes to get past this madness. Very similar intellectual situations. Like, <laughs> like a mentor meeting. The great minds of our generation just all getting together. Um, I love to see how lighthearted Trinity K. Bonet is about the scalping because honestly, if that was me on live television, I would collapse. I'd be humiliated. <laughs> Yeah, I, it I, is a lot. Especially for a um, a known and long, hard, sure, corona brain. She's a pageant gal. She should know these things. Yeah. She's trained for it. 
but sometimes it's them little things that just slip through the cracks. Do you know what I mean? When you're True. worried about your when you're worried about your dick falling out of your your buttock crease and tape <laughs> your and, buttock. and, and your buff your um, and yeah, you're worrying about your your eyebrows popping and all of these things. Just a little My eyebrows be popping. But also, who's to say that she didn't glue down her wig? Maybe she's wow. giving us a Chanel moment, just like oh. I am vulnerable, actually. I'm not perfect. Uh, can we talk about that? Can we talk about that photo of Kahana Montrese and Chanel that I sent you yesterday? Oh my god, absolutely. we're gonna have to put that up on the pod. We're gonna have to put it on. Absolutely unbelievable scenes. There is a photo of them on Instagram, and there is eight to nine percent of original face left after after the injectables and the face tune. It's like if you held a gun to my head and said, "Who are these people?" Could not tell you either. Yeah, Chanel looks like Brooklyn Heights. And I had noticed that people have been sharing in like the last year or so, like, wow, look at Kahana's glow up. And I just thought, oh, the bitch has changed her pain. But no, she has had full head-to-toe body reconstructive surgery um, and is a completely different human. Maybe with better skills now. (laughs) Yeah. And also, what about that Instagram post as well of her gigantic butt? Oh, my God. I could not. It is. It was like sort of China, like Black China sort of territory. I couldn't believe it. I was like, how is she hiding this under costumes? Although maybe also a little liquefy in post. Maybe. The girls love a liquefy in post. The girls love a little bit of post, don't they? <laughs> they I've heard they do. Um, but most importantly, Ginger is a motherfucking hater. I'm sorry, she's Ugh. CEO of Bad Vibes, but also smiling in your face while she does it. She just couldn't let Trinity sit in the like the warm glow of having two wins for a second before pointing out that she hasn't won a lip sync yet. So, no. sorry, first of all, do you think you could have won against Laganja? Is that Absolutely. Me or... <laughs> Fucking not. And then also, at this point in the episode, she had only won one lip sync against Mayhem Miller, who in the history of time has only done one good uh, lip sync and then obviously the eye thing. So I just really think that those in Hobbit houses should not throw stones. <laughs> Honestly, I get, get away from my ring. Um, she also annoyingly has to explain every single move, which I think is kind of weak bitch energy because she, you know, she's always like, oh, like we are such great friends, but. Dot, dot, dot. She does it. She's done. She does it for everyone. Obviously, she's best friends with Katya. She's best friends with Pandora. She's best friends with Jan. Like, she's best. She's best friends with Jiggles. But she she always has to explain that she's like, I am going to take you down. But as a best friend, this is why I'm going to do it. And it's very you <laughs> know the boys love. In love Island. You know the boys in Love Island that are like, I just have to tell you why I'm doing the right thing when they're like, <laughs> very that. Not into it. Um, but I'm going to say lots of nice things about Ginger this week because one of our beloved, beloved listeners um, um, said, Barney's really coming for the girls this season. And I thought, oh, that's my brand. that is not my brand. Oh, that can't be me. I don't want to be coming for the girls. We are here to uplift queer art. But unfortunately, some of these trifling crossies have really, <laughs> really been getting my goat this season. Pushing that last nerve. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I think you unfortunately got spoon fed honey of the first season because we knew a lot of the girls. So I was just like screaming constantly. being I'm like, I love so and so so much. But this time they did not bring back a lot of my fave honeys so unfortunately maybe this tongue has got a bit sharp oh so say lots of nice things that was me trying to do a snake tongue that did not work sure, sure, sure. <laughs> that sounds um, more like, like the uh, shade rowl <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, just I as well, like... so shit for Trinity that um, normally, like, if you win the 10K, then kind of your punishment is that you have to send someone home. Yeah. She didn't get no silver lining. That's why she was like, this is some bullshit. Like, losing and then having to make the decision. Very tough for the honeys. Nasty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did like the way that Eureka explained her vote, though. And I feel like that's the best way to do it, that she was just like, this is why I voted for you and I stand by it, but I'm glad you're still here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, sort of like, rather than Ginger's like, <laughs> this is why I'm blah, 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 because she's so desperate to try and come across as congenial and nice. Mm-hmm. Whereas Eureka is like, no, 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 like, these are my reasons, but cool, you're still here, great. Fight. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That was it. Rather than ask licking her and being like, um, oh no, but like, maybe I would never do it again or whatever, the bullshit that Ginger gives. She was like, no, like, I do stand by it 100%. Like, you sh- I, I would have sent you home. But yeah. congrats, congrats for still being here. She's um, real. What about the just don't be in the bottom? That aged like milk, didn't it? <laughs> you be careful now. It's like, mm, I'll probably be all right. <laughs> oh, question. Question. Did you notice Eureka had two bras on? Why would that be? Double trouble, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Big jugs. old titties, tick old bitties. Yeah, maybe the jugs are so heavy that they need extra support. But she mm. had one black bra on and then a nude bra on underneath. Oh, there's a pigeon on my window. Oh, it's a it's a magpie. Get out of here. Fly away, Jack. Fly away, Jill. Do you believe you? Sure. Um, unhinged. This is what being alone through coronavirus isolation has done to you. Um, do you believe in uh, the, what are they called? The superstitious of the magpies? Um, that has reminded me of a quote from The Office when uh, Michael Scott's like, I'm not superstitious. I'm a little bit stitious. Um, so I would have to agree with that. I won't walk under a ladder, but mm. I don't really believe that anything bad would happen if I did. But also black cats are like the cat. So I can't really get too far into it. But every time I see a magpie, I do salute like a psychopath. Salute, salute. Did you know that black cats are the ones left in shelters the most because everyone's scared that they're bad luck? That is mental. They are the sickest. Mm. My favourite, my number one animal of the world is a panther. Um, but I guess it's a new day in the workroom, no? I'm sorry, but when young Trinity K. Bonet is coming at me in these caps and beanies, I'm kind of crushing. It's I've, I've gone on the turn. I can't separate the fandom for the for the art and thinking <laughs> I'm in love with them. Maybe she is the trade of the season. Maybe she is. Well, um, when I was listening to Bob and Alaska uh, right. on the pod, they were saying that uh, they think that she is, and especially with these topless uh, Instagram masky pics. So take cute. it back. Cute, cute, cute. Okay, TKB, we see you out here. Um, the tone of Jan's mirror message was very different to her general sort of last 48 hours on scene, wasn't it? So maybe <laughs> editing has given her, maybe they've tried to edit... And amp her up into a an nasty girl. Oh, I mean, a hundred percent. They really like they've been pulling strings to make her psycho, and then they've been cutting her to make her even more psycho. Like I will, well, I'll bet me life on that. It's just weird because her last sort of her last um, fifteen seconds of editing was unnecessarily unhinged. So it's just weird that like it makes it even more unhinged and really sinks into the whole fantasy because she was like well clearly they've got rid of me because they're also like jealous and they're all and she just like that she had that whole american psycho moment and then her message is like 
I love you all so much. I've like, had such a wonderful time here. It's like, okay, it's still like, I'm really getting this full sort of uh, murder, murder of fantasy. So- but she couldn't resist adding the, um, not that, like she thinks that her internet moments are like so iconic and like standalone. Like, I mean, things of I don't know whether culture. you've ever been into a gay bar. Um, they are quite oh, I wouldn't. Nice around this Dalston area. Um, but the gays do love saying, not this. And even this gay has been known to say, not this. Well, I take um, it back it then. Quite, it is quite an iconic internet moment for her. Um, nothing she did in the show really stood the test of time, but I would say that did. Um, Snatch Game of Love. Do you prefer Snatch Game of Love to classic Snatch Game? I don't. You don't? I prefer normal Snatch, I think. I do, but I, pref- I, w- I would prefer to do Snatch Game of Love because I think it's easier. What's it based on? Because obviously for us, we know it's basically blind date. What's the American? What's it? What is it? I don't know. Well, Snatch Game is based on... Match, match game. game. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? No. No, I've never even heard of it before. I only know it because of Drag Race. Is it Blankety Blank? Yeah, I guess so. I guess the exact same thing, but I don't know who like was the presenter or anything. So I know when we were doing UK season Dur, we said mm. who we would do for Snatch Game if it was uh, confined to UK celebrities. But if it was opened up to a global roster, who do you think you would like to do? I don't know, because I would probably still keep it British, because I think uh, you have to be so comfortable in something you do. I'm comfortable in doing an American accent, but I feel like just doing a British accent is probably going to be easier. Mm. Um, and also, like, British... Americans are not as funny as British people. So I feel like... I agree to disagree. Uh, when I think yeah. of British comedy, I think of that stupid cow... What's her I name? Emily Acast. The one that comes oh, on no. after Love Island. I actually cannot believe how unfunny she is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, keep them coming. Like, they're all yeah. horrible. <laughs> you just hate women. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's... Um, well, I was... When I was thinking of asking you this i was thinking what would i say and i was initially a bit stumped so i googled funniest celebrities and all out of 20 people they were all white apart from Whoopi, eddie murphy and chris rock and the first one was anna kendrick so Whoopi, i wouldn't even put Whoopi as being that funny is Whoopi one of the funniest people the top like no it's like oh let's add a black woman in quickly random yeah, black woman um, she like ha- she like Monique is way funnier than Whoopi, I would say personally. But like, what's the um, lady I love? Oh, um, Wanda. Yeah. Wanda no, no, Wanda Sykes is a hundred percent funnier than. Um, yeah, and Leslie as well, Leslie Jones. Yeah, there's there's so many hilarious um comedians. But I think I would oh. want to do either Karen Walker or oh. Linda from Bob's Burgers. Karen Walker. Karen Walker would be such a good... She's just got such a specific comedy style, so it would be such a good person to do. And I realise that's um, why I call people Poodle, is because of her. No, Poodles. Yeah, um, that's a fucking great chat. I actually don't know. I always thought my my Snatch Game would be between doing Lily Savage, um, but I, th- I feel like maybe she's a bit too basic. I don't really know how far you could go with her. Mm. Um, or the nan from Catherine Tate. I feel like I could body the fuck out of that. But on a on an American drag race, would people know who they were? Would it be wasted? You'd have to make it so think... funny that it wouldn't matter. I don't think, yeah, yeah I don't think it would matter. Because if you look at people like Gigi Good, if you look at um, 
Bendela and Paul Lind, like if they're funny, they're funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, really? I don't think that a lot of people watch um, Downton Abbey in America. I don't. I don't. Maybe that's a complete lie. But like her, her doing um, Maggie was still funny just because it's a posh British person in the same yeah. way that she did Catherine Taylor. Would just be an old, old. Uh, what do they say when you've got a rude mouth? Potty mouth. Um, yeah. Uh, Tina Tina Knowles seems wild being on Drag Race, no? I really was like, when I saw it, I was like, I can't believe she's on it. I wonder whether like Solange or Beyonce is like, oh, mum, go on, please go on it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think she's really doing like the press rounds. Do you know what I mean? It's not like she's out here trying. She's being like, oh, I need to get on. I need to keep myself more uh, visible, more, more current. It just seems With such that- a weird. Sorry, go on. No, go on, you go. I uh, just thought it was weird that Rue, like, referenced her last week and then now she's on it this week. It's almost like he knew. It's, it's almost like he <laughs> Yeah. Um, this self-imposed pressure of Pandora, it's like, I don't even really remember her um, Snatch Game. You know, like, she'd been like, she said at one point that she was haunted by the success of her Snatch Game. She didn't like, even I mean, win. Yeah, I know. It's like, so it is weird. known to be a good one and people do sort of reference it, but... Like, is it known to be a good one? Yeah. Do you really think so? I don't Not like... that I like, but it's like sort of, I feel like if people were going to do like a list of good ones, then they would put that in it. But again, I, really... I don't know who this Carol Channing character is, so. Mm. Um, I re- and I'm sure she would have pulled it out for a third time if she possibly could have. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, and doing Kim Cattrall, right? So first of all, can you not name, you can't do character names. Uh, sorry, you can't do, she couldn't do Samantha Jones, could she? Like, well, she was no... though, because... If she was doing uh, Kim Cattrall, she would have given us a bit of scatting. When I first saw that, I lost my goddamn mind. There is n- that it's so surreal. The fact she's just like her and her boyfriend just having like a sort of like two AM scat over she, another. It's not going to knock out the old double bass, honey. You you just riff. Yeah, hundred percent. That is literally my worst nightmare. Imagine your, imagine your man just being like, uh, "I'm just going to uh, finger this here double bass." Just, just <laughs> do some spoken words. See what comes to you. Yeah, um, absolutely terrifying. But do you remember that on uh, British Drag Race, Ellie Diamond couldn't do? She couldn't do uh, Vicky Pollard. She had to do Matt Lucas. Yeah. So I think you probably can't be called the character. Um, and I just knew it was going to be a dud from the moment that she went. It was just so, like the moment she was like. I'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting smoke. Was that first? Yeah, like that was your first taste of it. Wasn't even funny. Oh, taste your accent. Your accent. Why are you doing Lloyd Grossman? Like like that. Like, and also as well. Like, if 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 you knew the show well, she's like, I'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting. Do you know what I mean? It's like peppy and like Mm. she says it during like during a breakfast. Like it's not like I just straight away I was like, oh, you ain't gonna get this, are you, honey? But uh. Good luck to you. Um, now, I know that you miss 100% of the chances that you don't take, but hath we not learned about Whitney? Hath we not learned that doing Whitney is not the key to success? Well, I've got something to say, actually. Say it. Say it. Um, this term pussycat wig is really getting thrown around fast and loose <laughs> by RuPaul. It's like moving mad on Love Island. It's like we and have come gatekeeper. to... Like, we thought we were all as a as a community, agreed that a pussycat wig, a.k.a. a bus driver, a.k.a. a boot scoot, is a cute little auntie cropped number. And now we're Mm. meant to include a little mini mushroom bob as well. I can't keep up. They're all completely different things, and I won't stand for it. I'm I'm, I'm completely with you on this one. Um, It can't just be all short wigs. 
No. No. Um, we need to, maybe we'll lay out on the pod the difference. You know, you sent me that thing that was like the difference between a shack and a mullet this morning. Yeah. <laughs> the sort of uh, follicular evolution of the bus, of the bussy cat. Maybe that should be one as well. Okay. <laughs> bus driver. Maybe that's what a bus driver pussy cat hybrid is called the bussy cat wigs. Into it, into uh, it. <laughs> well, because um, normally people have been warned up, like RuPaul's like, mm, I wouldn't do Whitney because people, they assume that they're going to like turn up with like, a spoon up their asshole or whatever so at least oh, we wow. know tkb is going to come at it from a place of respect but yeah i don't think that matters there are the jokes but we'll get to this I, I guess i get i have the fear of god when they say oh i'm gonna look sickening it's like that needs to be like for me that'd be a lucky afterthought if you look good cool but like also it's almost funnier when like look at someone like bob like coming as um literally all of them, like all the characters that he did. He did Uzo and he did um, Carol Channing as well, didn't he? He didn't look like any of them. He, there was just like a sort of a mere suggestion of the character and yeah. their, their visual. So, I just can't believe yeah. that no one before has done either Divine or Dolly Parton. They seem like such obvious ones. I think with Divine, I think because they've done the Divine Challenge and they've covered every single like famous route of Divine, it would just be, I don't know, like, she she also as well, she requires a real type of drag queen that isn't going to showboat, like, because she's just so loud and so vile. I don't know, I just, I do actually think she's, having seen Eureka do it, and I thought Eureka did well, I thought actually it's quite a difficult choice. Mm. You, need to also, you need to also just be sort of ready to go, like Michelle said later on, you need to just be able to just throw it all at the wall and hope it sticks. Um, which is a hilarious saying, I think. Um, Kylie's Gaga, when we got a, rem- <laughs> a memory of that, looking like a Christmas centrepiece, just like all of that like, weird sort of, like, tinsel thrown at her. Um, I'm glad we got reminded of that so we could really see the glow up. Yeah, for sure. Every time it shows old Kylie, I'm just like flabbergasted because in her season, I still thought she was gorgeous. And now it's like, and now she's actually gorgeous. Yeah, she just, um, like, the, the beauty has just skyrocketed. Because mm. I can remember, do you remember how much we lost our minds at her in her season? Just being, yeah, she's, just like, she's been, her and Trini, so, yeah. been, like, some of my all-time faves, so, so good to I really have thought, I really thought Latoya would be a great choice as well because of the voice. I, I don't know that much about Latoya, but, like, I thought that, like, I know that Rue likes her and I thought, come on, that's going to be a bang. Well, yeah, her and Dolly are both just, like, walking, talking cartoon characters, aren't they? Mm. And Roger was so cute when she was like talking about the pressures, like get out of her, get out of her. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk. Let's talk maxi challenge. So the maxi challenge, obviously, this week is the snatch game of love, and snatch game very famously, though the harvest may be ripe, the workers are few. Mm. Um, often, not everyone comes to play, do they? No, it, it can be is... a bit hit and miss. It can be a bit hit or miss. Um, and what would you give the overall experience, say, out of 10 for Snatch Game, Luke's? Um, maybe like a seven. Okay, okay. So you you found it enjoyable? It, well, not really. <laughs> not really because <laughs> I didn't... Yeah, if, if Trinity and... Um, Pandora weren't in it maybe it'd be more enjoyable but it was just so hard to watch Trinity not do very well and Pandora be so rubbish yeah you do take them personal beatings I do hard don't you um can we talk about barefoot wine 
is the host is the sponsor sorry if for our um international listeners it is the official house wine of weatherspoons which is the q anon headquarters of the uk if you're not familiar with what weatherspoons is um barefoot wine is not something that i think you would want at the forefront of your brand or business famously the most disgusting wine that the uk has to offer no who's the other one echo falls Echo Falls is fine, though, because Echo Falls is wine for people that don't like wine. So, you know, they have that sort of like a lovely strawberry-flavoured wine and raspberry mm, I don't like wine, see, so I don't know. Well, you'd probably like Echo Falls, honey. It's, if it's uh, sweet it's and gets me fruit, drunk, I'm in. Fruit juice with the tang, you know, and mm. it's like bright pink and stuff. That's a bit more. But like Barefoot is just bad wine. It just all tastes like vinegar. It famously, you can get two bottles for £5 from Barefoot Wine. So if you don't love yourself, maybe look into Barefoot Wine. Um, <laughs> I thought Eureka, bang on. She, uh, they're obviously like rehearsed uh, one-liners. She Wait, why are you going on to the second part straight away? Oh my god! Oh, how weird! <laughs> um, so first the- up, we got Phyllis Diller, Whitney Houston, and Dolly Parton. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it's Cheyenne and Fortune because I can't cope with any more weirdness with Jeffrey Boyer Chapman and RuPaul like using his program <laughs> as a way to like snog him. I so literally that down. I was like, thank God we have Fortune and Cheyenne because if I get that fucking old weird joke about, uh, although would love to see Jeffrey back on because he's had a tough old time, hasn't he? And hasn't he? Right. And I always thought he was great on the show. I yeah, I didn't think he was bad at all. Um, did you really know who Phyllis Diller was? No, I know her from Drag Race. If them they mention her a lot, I think she's a bit of like a Carol Channing, um, but she's from like I think from the fifties. I'm sorry, just... but Ginger was really pissing me off, and maybe Same. maybe I'll blame it on the old. But I just really felt like she was steamrolling TKB. Like I know yeah. it's a competition, yeah. and Trinity was obviously a bit stuck for words, but she was like really like jumping on everything like even before trinity had a chance to like think of anything um and as i'm saying this i think it's probably because she was realizing that tkb's the front runner so she really needed to clip those wings i agree with all of that um i thought ginger as well it was she was just playing ginger in a fun first rug Mm. i didn't think she was there was no character there was no voice um and what was funny is that at the beginning she kind of put a little small sort of accent voice on and then within like the sort of second line she just completely gave it up so she thought do you know what? i'm making him laugh it doesn't matter do you know what yeah. i mean I just i uh and you can tell that particular brand of showboat of like the panic of not doing well in in uh snatch game that they're just like you can feel like the frenetic energy where they're just i can't believe that they she sat there and was making jokes about Whitney. That was just like that. I was like, you're a fucking bad sport. Because for her to be like basically stealing the jokes out of Trinity's mouth about someone else and making the pun jokes, it's like, wow, you're really not going to leave her with any crumbs, are you? Like, No. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's already not doing well. And then you're taking jokes about her that she could potentially be using. Yeah, didn't, I didn't appreciate I just, yeah, that whatsoever. I thought that was really bad sportsmanship. Um, Kylie was great, though. I wish she had done a slightly higher voice. Yeah, I thought she was going to be good just from the beginning. I thought, okay, she's she seems prepared. But I did think that TKB was really had Whitney down in her presentation, the way she was moving and stuff. Mm. But it was a bit, it was a bit of a car crash, wasn't it? 
I'm just really proud of her that it she like didn't let it make her spiral. Like she knew she yeah. was flopping, and I guess because she felt like she had the safety net of the two wins, she hoped she would like scrape through. But like it would have been so much harder to watch if she was freaking out. Like she was able to like laugh at herself and just kind of like hold her hands up and just be like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah, that was really too. endearing. But that's the energy of a winner. You know, mm. of someone being like oh I might not be it's like she says later on she's like you know what this this challenge I didn't think I was going to do very well and I didn't but I've done really well at other challenges I thought that was yeah. such an elegant way to handle it um thoughts on Cheyenne Jackson aging very well isn't he I love him do you yeah he's got equal parts sort of male model equal parts serial killer sometimes I look at him and think you are terrifying sir but... maybe that's why I like him well yeah because he's yeah. A, an American horror story boy sometimes yeah he's just a fun handsome Young-ish man. <laughs> oh, someone sounds like they're ready to put their hair in a ponytail and show them a good time. Maybe. Um, uh, did he, you know? Can I just say, before we go off Shine Jackson, I can't remember yeah. who it was on the pit stop, but on the pit stop this week, they were like, they had to explain who he was. I can't remember who it was. It was like, obviously, Trixie and someone. But whoever that person was, they were like, no, I don't I don't know who he is. I swear and this I is like his third or fourth time on the show. Isn't it? And I thought, how dare you? Gay men in sequin pride vests around the world. They are frothing <laughs> at Cheyenne Jackson. The Adam Rickett nation <laughs> um, is, is so happy to see him back. Um, you know when Kylie know. sung a song for him? Yeah. And she was using her nails as the thing. I kn- I was going to write about this, and I'm really glad that you're telling this story. Tell them, Luke's. Well, I don't know story? if we're going to say the same thing about about the origin of her using her acrylics. Well, I don't know about the origin, but I didn't know that that's she used that the nails to make the beat for Nine to Five, and it was yeah. an instrument that she very readily uh used which I, i've seen people doing that before and i thought they've just been doing that sort of mimicking one of her instruments i wasn't really aware that that was something she actually used as an instrument which is fucking sick and then yeah, i did a deep dive on the yeah. other instruments dolly can play she can do a dulcimer which is like a string stringed box often a trapezoid shape she can yeah. play an auto hop banjo banjo string i'm sure guitar electric guitar fiddle piano recorder and a motherfucking saxophone what an angel yeah i'm so she um very famously uh when she first started writing music and she didn't always have instruments at hand she would use her acrylics and she recorded the acrylics for nine to five i didn't know acrylics had been around that long and she, um, she's actually accredited on the um, on the blue sheet of uh, nine to five as Dolly Parton on acrylic nails. That is um, fucking sick. <laughs> she's just the fuck. Can we talk? And also, can I also point out that Dolly Parton has had the ability to become a billionaire many times, but because she gives away so much money, she's never even come close to it. Like, and she would have been a billionaire like ages ago, just from the sheer amount of money that she makes. But she just. Um, she will not because she is such a incredible ph- philanthropist and an ongoing philanthropist and she's poured so much into like medicine obviously if some of you may have the dolly vaccine is that moderna i'm not sure which one it is but she hope so yeah she was like one of the main uh contributors to it wasn't she financially um and, she, and there's like a really did. great story which i can't remember most of but behind i will always love you and like she she like wrote it because she was leaving her original manager and to like give him something that could sort of um, 
like a sort of goodbye present and then like years later she actually just like signed over all the rights to it for him to keep him in money sorry this is my brain not telling a story (laughs) but research it it's it's amazing that she basically she basically wrote over um the rights to him um as an apology for leaving him um because everyone thinks it's like this like uh really guttural emotional song about leaving a lover isn't it but she was like um and then he's obviously made millions and millions of pounds of it also have you heard the story where she was um she actually agreed to let a young whitney houston record it um, because she has like a very sort of uh, convoluted and complicated relationship with the song. Um, and she doesn't think it's like one of her best songs. But she um, didn't know anything about uh, this, who was recording it. And then she heard it on the radio for the first time uh, of Whitney's version of it. And she said she stopped the car and she just broke down into tears um because she just said it was like the most perfect beautiful rendition of this song that she wasn't like that she wasn't sure was always for her but she said when she heard whitney sing it she was like i wrote i obviously wrote it for her and just didn't know wow oh angels supporting angels i know can we talk about pandora's suit and hair though because it was not giving kim cattrall it was just such a miss wasn't it it was real um it was real, like, someone does it at school for World Book Day. I'm not sure what. I mean, Sex and the City was actually originally a book by Candice Bushnell, but um, it just was off. It was not right at all, was it? I just thought at least we get to see her in a slightly more modern get-up for once. <laughs> what, the 80s Escada that she was wearing? Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah, I never knew it. such a hullabaloo. Um, yeah, I just, it was, it was, it was strange. Um but uh sorry to move off from Kylie and Ginger um and TKB but who would you say was the strongest out of that group just before we move sorry just to zip back and forth uh um, i would say Kylie was the strongest me too like by so so far like, like Ginger had RuPaul laughing but RuPaul laughs at weird shit so and it was all such over rehearsed like weird jokes like it was just you know the sort of jokes that she always pulls out just as Ginger in the workroom mm. on the runway? That She was just doing that, but as Phyllis Diller, and I just thought... You're boring. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I didn't even think there was a chance that she was going to be anywhere in the forefront, but we'll see how that works out. Um, and then next up, we have... We have old Eureks as Divine. We have Pandora serving you uh, Kim Cattrall um, as, obviously, Samantha Jones, and then Raja O'Hara as the one latoya jackson her illusion makeup was so fucking funny i was dying the eyes were so big yeah yeah (laughs) she looked so good and it was that as soon as i saw her i was just absolutely cracking up um but i didn't think this was the strongest of groups if i'm honest this i i did pick up my phone at this point and yeah but love fortune themester what a name fortune um obsessed. i felt okay. like um rajas was really saved by having that walkthrough with rupaul because it's just yeah. set up the whole blueprint of like giving an answer and then explaining how the answer doesn't make sense and then obviously yeah, 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 yeah. since rupaul found it when latoya did it she's going to find it funny every time um i thought she had the exact amount of like thoughtful jokes like there was just they seemed she seemed smart her portrayal i thought mm-hmm. do, you, do you agree yeah, yeah. And I'm really calling myself out here on the pod and I may have my ally card revoked. But the only thing I've ever seen Divine in is hairspray. So I'm unable to determine whether or not this was a good portrayal. 
Like I thought that the voice would be a lot more kind of gravelly. I don't know, but obviously I don't really know because she's sort of playing it a bit more straight in Hairspray. Yeah. Well, as a lifelong uh, devotee, is that what is that the right term? Devotee, sure. Devoted divine fan. Um, that her sort of gravelly voice actually came later on because obviously she famously died from uh, severe medical complications of the heart. Um, but she. She, I think you're thinking of the sort of like a divine, the pop star era, which came later on. Um, but in Pink Flamingos, I would say, I would say it's pretty, they've got quite a similar voice. It was pretty, it was pretty spot on. Um, I wouldn't say really the character choice was very spot on for divine personally. Um, because again, was she playing divine in Pink Flamingos? Cause that's obviously how she was dressed. Mm. But. That, like obviously divine if you're going to play divine divine is a person is a person and a character but whenever she was in john Watts' film she was that character do you know what i mean like when like in in many different films she plays many different roles so i don't know but it was it was i thought it was good i thought it was well-rounded but i didn't think anyone was that strong in this this half yeah personally. um but i thought she looked fucking great i thought her face looked beautiful in that paint no mm. Yeah, um, so I would have, I, I, I personally didn't love love this section, but I thought it was a, a gay old time. Lovely. We're moving on to Elimination Day. Yes, um, the, go on, hit us. I was just so happy with Trinity's attitude. It's like, who's got time to be stressing? Like, what's done is done. You knew you had to just get through it. Let's not waste energy freaking out onwards and upwards. Can I tell you one of my gripes, one of my Billy Gripers? Um, Billy Gripers? Blaming someone else for your unprepared shit snatch game. Oh, you're talking about Pandora? It just couldn't be me. I just, I really hate it. It really doesn't sit well with me. It's real bad sportsmanship. To say that Um, she doesn't know how um, the the person would react, it's like, I do. I feel like if Divine was being all gross, Samantha Jones would be like getting turned on by it or just like like riffing with it. It's like, if you're going to do her, you need to lean into the sexuality and make everything sexual. Like it worked for Blue Hydrangea, didn't it? Just like, you're going to do it, do it. If you know you can't compete where you don't compare, I think maybe she was just... uh... She was trying to take down Eureka as it was, and what I hated as well is that later on that she was like, "Oh no, 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 that isn't what I meant." It was like that was the first thing that you said when you got back in the workroom. Like you know that is what exactly what you meant, but you're you're now admitting that it just is a bit of a weak move. I feel like I she said it in um the in the judging as well. Yeah, like that's yeah, the worst yeah, yeah. thing. Don't like try and throw things like that out in front of the judges. Yeah, hundred percent. But I'm very excited to see the runway. Um and but let's have a little break, shall we? Love to. It started in a church hall, and then shit got crazy. Rebel Bingo rose up from the underworld to remind everyone Daddy's home. Sure, they've been around the block, from Las Vegas to New York, LA, Ibiza. Portsmouth Student Union, but they are back in their spiritual homeland, London. And because there just ain't nothing like a TP Dubs party, you can now grab £5 tickets for their next events in September and October with the code TRUFFLEPIGS, that's plural, that's TRUFFLEPIGS, for a £5 ticket for the next Rebel Bingo. So go grab them now. It's www.rebelbingo.com. Join the revolution the 3rd of September and the 2nd of October at Oslo Hackney. 
the OG Intense Bingo Experience. And now, please welcome back to the stage, D Snacks. And it's everyone's favourite scrubber, it's Janica Jackson. Oh, and back on the main stage, Miss RuPaul, did you or did you not absolutely love RuPaul's hair? I actually didn't make notes about anyone apart from Miss Tina Knowles, so I guess I didn't care that much about it. There's a couple of hairs that I really don't care for. <laughs> um, I really, really liked Ru's hair and I never liked Ru's hair, really. Um, it was what was really it? Talk one. us through. Remind me. It was, it was I imagine, a double stack with added wefts because it was huge and really thick and full. I reckon... I, I actually, I'm wondering, do they? Do you reckon they even stack with RuPaul's hair? Maybe they just sew in so much extra hair. I don't know because it doesn't. But it does have real, real fucking uh, height to it. But mm. it was just really nice, sort of like uh, factory waves that were just really teased out, and just it was just a really nice, simple shape on her. And she had this sort of, she had this sort of Mackey esque stoned thing. It was quite simple and quite glam. Oh, what, the tassel, the sort of, um, like, diamante thing? Yeah, but one sketty strap and one thick strap. Not into it. No. And again, I thought, if one of your girls had worn that on the runway, she wouldn't Mm. be into it. Absolutely not. Um, Michelle's hair was giving Rosie the Riveter's mum. Wasn't into it. Yeah, a bit ageing, that high high and tight like that. Yeah, it was a bit... (coughs) Excuse me. Um... So I, d- I didn't I, I didn't really see that for her. But she, it's a tricky situation, isn't it, when you're a, a, a woman in your lavender years? Because them vintage styles look so gorgeous on her. But when you sort of head into the world of like 40s vintage styles, they can be so ageing. Oh, I thought that was more like 30s. But like 40s uh, would be a yeah, bit more yeah, glam yeah, on the gal. But yeah. yeah, stick to mid-century, honey. Yeah, it's... um. And not that we're ageist at all here because and glamour at any age, but it just that the the high and tight on her just doesn't I don't really think I'd like it on anyone, to be honest. No. I think I um Tina Knowles has the most beautiful eyes, honestly. She Only looked gorgeous. At, like stunning, didn't she? Although so am I missing something? Because I had been led to believe that she sort of like became the manager of Destiny's Child just from birthing Beyonce. And then off the back of that, she became a tighter than my Derry on jeans designer. But was it an existing job pre-DC? They were trying to paint her out like she's a designer. It's like she, I thought she just sort of turned a sewing machine after she had already received world famousness. As a former worker from the House of Derry (laughs) As mentioned on the pod previously. Um, no, she... So, originally, uh, Tina Knowles worked... Had a salon. She was a hairdresser. Because that's why the... You know the um, Bills, Bills, Bills video? Yeah. Set in, set in a salon. Um, but uh, Beyonce says that she has memories from being in her mum's salon when she was younger. But when she first... She was never the manager. It was Matthew Knowles, her dad, um, who was their initial manager when they were girls' time and then into Destiny's Child early. Oh, yes, and she but, just made all their wacky outfits, didn't she? Yeah, so the Tina Knowles original joke comes from, like, she made she 
consistently made all of the outfits for early Destiny's Child. Um, so sort of like the Survivor video and stuff. And she was known for getting sort of like a print and then making it like work three ways and like mm. different sort of a lo- one in a lovely halter, one in a lovely two piece. You know, like that sort of that sort of uh, gig. Um, so she and also as well, how the Derion name is her grandma, who was a dressmaker. So I think Tina Knowles has sort of like um, things were passed down, but her she comes from like a line of designers. I mean, designer maybe is not the right term, but like she her, her grand yeah seamstress. Her grand her grandma was a seamstress and made dresses, and that's what that's what allowed Tina to then make the costumes for Destiny's Child. Should it have um, been allowed though? That's the question. Well, should House of Derion ever been allowed? Maybe we'll throw <laughs> some of the original designs from House of Derion because they were. Honestly, they were serving sort of um, a Jocelyn Fox glam, if you will. I did have a quick look on yeah, eBay and see like what is out there, House of Derion, and it wasn't pretty, to be honest. No, it's not. It's not really serving glam, but who cares? Because Tina Knowles is the most beautiful woman in the world. And she really? birthed both Beyonce and Solange. And to be Solange in a world where Beyonce exists was basically an impossible task. But somehow Solange has not just made it work, but she has... Honestly, Solange's in my eyes is as impressive as Beyonce. Yeah, those Knowles jeans are as good as the Derry, or probably better than the Derry on jeans. So yeah, better than you the Derry on jeans. <laughs> um, and then for our runway this this week, we have pop art. And what is pop art? You may ask. I'm glad you asked. It's art based on modern pop culture and the mass media, especially as a critical or ironic comment on traditional fine art values. Well, there now, you go. Before I ask you what you would have gone for for pop art, what as as a purveyor of fine taste, Miss Lukey Luck, what would you have avoided for pop art? Warhol. <laughs> well, 100%. I, well, my favourite pop artist is uh, Lichtenstein, but yeah. I would have avoided that because that's now turned into a real kind of like basic bitch Halloween look. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not basic, but like overdone, which is a real yeah. shame because. He is my favourite. Actually, in a, I went to Amsterdam into this um, gallery and they had a whole Liechtenstein room that you can like sit in. So I've got a picture of me in that. Lovely. Um, I wouldn't want to do anything Warhol-based because that's basically what all the girls did, including Scarlet Envy as well. I saw a great meme. It's like, pop art, you say? And then they're just on like um, photo booth, you know, like the, um, yeah. the filter that makes you look like that. Um, I think... What I would have done would be um, maybe kind of like a weird Keith Haring stick figure type person with like no face, just like a weird figure with a dog. I don't understand why no one, you know, when Blair St. Clair did the love the skin you're in and she was all in yellow with the pink skin like that to me is on the nose. I don't know why no one did that. What, like the Moschino thing? I see, I don't think of that as pop arty at all. I get the reference, but like that was to me, like she was referencing the Moschino runway. That was like, but that's referencing you know, Warhol. That's like the, the Marilyn oh, Monroe yeah, picture. 100%. But the whole styling of it, you know, it was sort of, um, she had more of like a Jackie Kennedy Onassis, like she had the pillar box hat and the sort of cloche uh, cape and stuff. Um, yeah, but I mean, so the, was, um, the painting your face a, a bright color. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but very into that. I would have also, I did initially think about an ode to my baby, Keith Haring, um, whose work is often thought of as a development of pop art. Um, maybe not the what people think at the forefront of uh, uh, 
a pop artist, but I probably would have done like an exaggerated sort of like Saint Laurent, like 70s silhouette, but in a gorgeous sort of Liechtenstein, like pointillist uh, print. Maybe because I just think it that is so fucking on the nose, obviously, as visual art, like, and as things that like quote in a postmodern way, like very recognizable things. It's just so hard to do something that's not so bait. Do you, mm. know what I mean? you don't want to do, you don't want to do a suit can. You don't want to do the Marilyn. You don't want to do like a Liechtenstein, like, I mean, obviously people literally did do this, but like the, the cartoon pow and stuff, like all of them are so overdone and so recognizable that it's kind of, you want to think of a way that you can do it in that's a bit more creative and a bit more artistic. So I think I would have just gone for a print that's pop art mm. and done something, done something from the right era, a silhouette. But why 70s? Um, just cause I think that that would lend itself well to the, uh, the like pointillist. Like I was thinking like, uh, sort of like a really nice silk shirt, like pussy bow and something with big flares and stuff. Just something that's like a really ex- exaggerated silhouette, but like in a pop art, like satin print or something. I don't know. Did you know that you're when, not, uh, when Lichtenstein first came out, there was like a sort of article in life about there's like, what the fuck is this piece of trash artist like trying to con us with these cartoons? Cut to a few years later, work selling for four million dollars. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, but I definitely would have avoided anything cartoony, anything Marilyn. Um, but I'm surprised no one went down a more Warhol route. I thought that would have been obvious, but I mean, they literally uh, all did. Quote me if I'm wrong. Quote you if you're wrong. No, just sorry. Quote quote me if I'm wrong. Correct um, you if you're wrong. Like, quote or correct. Do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But has it not been done on Drag Race before? Like, has it not the... I I, I know the Blair St. Clair reference. I thought they did it on UK because they did a lot of Keith Haring on the UK one, didn't they? Mm, the only Keith Haring that I can remember is when um, Sasha did her, like, Ode to Basquiat and Haring. The New York one, um, yeah. Her New York. Um, but I just feel like all of it has been done. Obviously, they've done the, the Warhol uh, soup cans as well. Um but yeah, but let's get onto it. Let's get let's 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 break these bitches down. Um, first up, we have Ginger looking like a take on me extra. What are your <laughs> thoughts? Well, luckily for her, she was the first one to come out with the multiple feces, sorry, faces uh, <laughs> on the garment before it turned yeah. into a night of a thousand Madonnas moment. Um, yeah. I like that when she turned around, it was the back of the head on the back of the dress. But I just really hate those foam Priscilla type wigs. Oh my god, me too. So me I gave it six too. and a half truffles. Six and a half? That seems high. Um, I just thought it was too obvious, too bait. I didn't. Uh, I really thought that that was like the first, the first things that you would be coming up with when you thought of pop art. And I thought mm. all stars, sure. I gave it four. Um, I just it just wasn't for me. Uh, next up, we have Miss Kylie Sinique Love, who was giving sort of more of a Patrick Nagel design with ass cleavage. You heard it here, ass cleavage. <laughs> I've never met crack. I didn't want to put it in my mouth. I tell you that much. Well, exactly. Um, as we said before, yellow truly is her color, isn't it? And mixed yeah, with the pink was it. just sensational. Um, and I like that she went for the more sort of factory, like Warhol star look that was more like, rather than being like so on the nose, like I am a, um, I am a piece of pop art. It was like, okay, pop art, Warhol, the factory, I am a star that, and then having that design on their body. I just thought that was, it was more sort of like seventies does forties, but I didn't really understand the shape of the wig. Can you enlighten me? Yeah, that was by Hassoon, who did the space buns and the green updo. I just, yeah, I felt like the hairline was a bit 
confusing. I'm seeing everybody the hairline underneath the bang. I think but, um, I quite liked the weird the weird shape of it because it was kind of like timeless. It didn't really mm. wasn't like vintage. It wasn't anything. Um, I also hate fur, so I'm going to assume what she had was fake. But love the I don't even know what it's called. I tried to search for it, but you know when it's just kind of like all the long bits. The foxtail, down. huh? They're called foxtail shrugs because they're normally made of foxtails. Sure. Like, well, I like them, foxtails. especially in like non-natural colours. So I loved that. Do you know normally with the fur that um, that yellow fur is the most expensive, which is obviously hilarious with Big Bird. But like, uh, although bird, sure, feathers not fur. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, whenever anyone wears yellow. Whenever anyone wears yellow, anything, they're like, oh, watch out, Big Bird. It's like, that's, he's, he's feathers, but sure. Um, <laughs> the, where it's, yellow is the most expensive fur to get because when they would uh, do uh, like ermine or like polar bear or whatever fur that they would have, that they used to dye it with saffron because that would get oh. the best yellow colour. So it was like a very expensive uh, fur to get to wear yellow. Do you remember the other week? Actually, did you, did you hold a chinchilla the other week? No, I didn't. Oh, I kind of stroked it a little bit. At the party, truly, yeah, as yeah. I was holding it, I was like, no wonder people skin you alive. This is the softest thing I've ever felt in my life. Yeah, agreed. I think it's also the softest thing I've ever touched. It was absolutely gorgeous. Um, but I gave, speaking of gorgeous, I gave Kylie Sneak Love an 8. I, I gave her 8.5, baby. Did you? That's, that's high. Higher than I thought you'd go. Um, then next up, we have Eureka, who's given you 60s mod. Now, some thought a yellow matte lip couldn't be done in, in a God-fearing way, but here she is. <laughs> Seven, you... Uh, what, what did you think of this? Interesting to, to hear you. Um, well, already it's kind of less impressive after Ginger has shown us the, yeah. the vibe. But I, I was here for the sort of latex arms and legs, and I yeah, liked so that the, um, the vibe was a lot more 60s in general. Um, although I agreed with Carson, it would have been better if the hair in the pictures was that same big yellow hair. Which I assumed was integration, but it's actually by Unicornan. Oh, I didn't. Um, I, I felt very confused about the hair because it was so big um, that normally that the sort of volume of a style like that, I'm just like, wow, it's amazing. It's so big. But I just, I actually don't think I did like it. I thought it was a, a bit too big, but then she's she's a big girl. So she's a she big girl. That, maybe she needs that volume. Um, I, I liked the detail of it all, but it just, I don't think it was for me. Um, so I gave her a six. I gave it like a seven. It was like, it was fine. Definitely, I yeah, thought it was yeah, fine. Yeah. I like the beat. You know, it's, it's ticking the boxes. Yeah, absolutely. It was ticking the boxes. What did you think of the makeup though? I thought they were strange. I thought it was quite strange, the makeup choice, because I know obviously she was trying to go pop arty and like cartoony, but it didn't really read cartoon to me. Yeah, it's weird because she had like the big, thick sort of black liner with the white, which is very mm. 60s, but then just like a sort of weird, no brow, but yellow shadow and stuff mm. it was a bit weird but like mod. good for her for like experimenting and stuff excuse me well exactly <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd much rather she went for something strange and odd and had more like more in-depth reference than just sort of hi i'm giving warhol art pop mm. um next up we have speaking of uh uninspired we have pandora serving a sort of Liechtenstein cartoon how dare you know it, I mean, that's what I was inspired by, the, the cartoon. Did she have power written on it? Oh, she had box written on box. it. Box. Well, it's half was... that. And then also just doing that same played out Warhol portrait thing. But then this the picture was like way too detailed. It's meant to be just like eyes, nostrils, lips. Like you could see like, mm. they were just like pictures with a coloured haze on them. 
I, I didn't really love well. the color palette. It didn't really scream pop art to me. The no. like sort of reds and blues, like the more primary colors. I think as well. She had she. I, I've noticed that Pandora always, always does exactly the same makeup. Like she's a, she just does like, smoky eyes, which is which is not very. The depth that a smoky eye gives you is not really in. I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this because you know. Barney's been really harsh on the girls this season. Um, but she has, she unfortunately has bags underneath her eyes. Um, and the depth of the smoky eyes, I just don't, don't think it's very flattering on, because she also has a very pale face and she doesn't contour very hard. So I just, I don't know, I'm not here to to tear down her signature makeup, but. It's not know, very, this... um, you'd think like a sort of such a seasoned queen would sort of experiment a bit more or at mm. least like tie it in. Like it's not, she's not giving us 40s makeup when she wears it with a 40s dress and she's not giving us 60s makeup when she wears it with a 60s dress. It's just exactly, like, this exactly. is my makeup. I don't really care what the assignment is. And if the costume gets changed around and we're experimenting with different, I was going to say different uh, genres, but I mean, 40s, 50s and 60s. But um, if we're experimenting, I just, I don't know. I just, there's, I don't really see that there's been much growth. No. It seems just unnecessarily horrible to say about her. But yeah, I just... I didn't, I didn't like it at all. And also as well, that Lichtenstein style, was it a fascinator? Was it a hat that she was wearing? Like a headband or something. I feel like she probably owned that already. I feel like she was like, oh, I've got a pop art-y thing. Because it, like you said, it was a mixture of Lichtenstein references and also the Warhol thing. But then also it like wasn't really going at 100. So I don't know. It just seemed all a bit convoluted and a bit, um, a bit bosh together, to be honest. Do you agree? Yeah, I didn't like it. I gave it... Well, I've written here six, but I feel like... Because I feel a bit bad. Like, it is all stars and they have, like... They have come this way. So it feels a bit patronising and rude to be, like, marking them below five. But I'm going to give it a 5.5, I guess. I gave it a five. I know, I know. And I know that we obviously, as as uh, viewers and consumers, don't think that we... I hope this judging doesn't seem really harsh, but remember that you, no one makes you go to All Stars. No one makes you go back onto TV. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you are literally putting yourself on the world stage for critique for like, and hopefully the critique will be showeringly positive, which, which you hope it always will be. But, um, I don't, I think most people would agree. And maybe she even would agree that this wasn't really at a level that was that inspiring. Mm tough um and then next up we have miss raja d o'hara and the d stands for davenport um and she's given you sort of modern pop art what are your thoughts on this um as always she looked cute but uh mm. i wasn't getting the pop art honestly and it kind of felt a bit <laughs> diy to me i'm not sure she understood the assignment luke's no. <laughs> and just when she came out i was like mm, I, I like it she looks gorgeous but it was just I thought it seemed a bit confused. I thought maybe this is a situation where she they had something a bit different on. But then what could you have different where everyone else would get pop art and you wouldn't? Yeah. Or, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe, this maybe is something about having your face on because every one of them had their face on them in some form. Oh, really? Every single person? Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Um, interesting, interesting. Maybe. Or a I face. Just thought... I don't know if that was Kylie's face, but it had a face. I think it was Kylie's face. Um, but interesting that I just thought the, uh, she, she didn't, it didn't even seem like she'd attempted to do pop art, which is what was confusing. Mm. And why did she say, I'm not gagging? Like, I don't understand why you put like a negative on you. <laughs> Gag, yeah, yeah, bitch. Yeah. 
Well, no, because she was like, I'm not gagging about Evie. Yeah, but still, like, that's not really... She... Yeah. I, I think maybe the maybe the costume thing was, like, iconic. You, Your iconic line. or something. I don't know. It just seems strange. Um, but I gave her five. I gave her six truffles, sorry. Okay. Um, and then last up, we have Miss Trinity K. Bonet, and the K stands for Kardashian. Do you remember that? I do. It's a damn shame. Like... I'm going to say from now on, it's Trinity Ketamine Bonet. Whether she yeah, likes it or not. Okay, <laughs> it's for cunt. Um, and she is serving you pop art justice. We oui. thoughts. Um, well, obviously, I appreciated the Lichtenstein um, mm. taking the time to send a message down the runway as well. Um, I didn't really necessarily love the separate items again, but I loved how much detail was on it. Like obvious custom fabric that she had made of like her face and like the names yeah. of um, murdered angels. Um, so you cannot ignore that she's hitting that category hard. Um, I gave her 7.5 truffles. Nice. I really, I really, really liked it. Actually. I thought it was like, I thought it was kind of, um, kind of what Rajas should have done in terms of like, she attempted to like modernize pop art rather than mm-hmm. like keep it in its sort of like seventies and eighties. Uh, and so I liked that it felt more modern. And also I thought it was smart as well to take the sort of like pointillist uh, style of like Liechtenstein or something and then sort of also marry that with sort of the way that uh, like African paint is. Some That's what I got from it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you see in sort of like um, tribal paint that they use sort of like pointillism as well. So I thought I liked that sort of link. Um, do you remember there was that artist that used to do the painting with the elephant dung? yes i once saw a documentary about him actually um and also the one that paints only with his own semen i don't know about him um there is uh so i gave tkb an eight nice what did you go for seven and a half seven and a half you did say that Mm. okay interesting so luke's hit us with your zinger and your minger what was the zinger of the week my zinger of the week would have to be kylie's dolly parton wig do you know who made it who little james mansfield no! Yeah. Ah, little James Mansfield. That's so <laughs> Honestly, love you. And I love to see that the girls, you know, obviously her and Trix are really good friends, but I love to see that they're uh they're supporting, supporting honeys. Little JM. Just cause she had a bit of a rough old time on the show, didn't she? She was mm. gone gone but not forgotten, and she's really turned her her lemons into lemonade, I think. Um my t- She's my monetizing like a motherfucker on YouTube right now. Yeah, good, good, aren't I? Um, my zinger would be TKB's little puffs. I just thought they were cute as cute as a button on her. Yeah, she cool. her, um, I just really liked them on her, and I thought like she um she very coy and cute. Uh, what about your minger? My minger's got to be uh, Ginger's foam wig. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. As soon as I saw it, I just went straight down to straight down and wrote that as the minger. I was just like, "Me and Luke's uh, very famously <laughs> just not a fan of the um, Priscilla sort of foam hair, and it also really doesn't read pop art to me as well. It, right. it reminds me. It just makes me think of you know when Courtney when they're in kind of like top three moments and she's kind of like, oh yeah, maybe I'll bring out the Priscilla headdress. And like, like she thought that was good. And in my mind, I was thinking, bring it out, bitch, go home. (laughs) But Courtney knows how to do sexy. Oh, Courtney knows how to do sexy. Uh, I just don't think they are glamorous or interesting or nice in any way. No. They always ruin an outfit. I don't know. Amin wears them as well from, um, New Zealand. Down under. Raining down under, champ. 
Is she? I never watched the end of it. Is she the she the winner? She is. Yeah. She was weird because if I thought she she was my like the least one I thought out of art, Karen and Scarlet. But so the less we not, say about that, Scarlet the better. Not a clear front not a clear front runner at all then for the No. Um and I can't believe in a real turn of terrible production that they brought art back. That seems mental. Yeah, it's just like, uh, hang on, did you not know that she's the most famous um, queen that you've got on here? So we really, we really better get her back for the ratings. And also, I don't think you should be, um, I don't think you should be celebrating the fact that she was like, like she was such a bitter loser. Mm. And that it seems bad to bring her back as it almost as if like, oh God, we we don't want to upset you up. But um, she's a... they, they, they. I, I don't know how well the Australian. Uh, I mean, we we digress. Let's not get into the Australian because there's a clear reason why that wasn't season two of Cliffhangers. Although she did um, do a really great read on um, etc. etc. So etc. goes is non-binary and goes by they them. So for example, they're not doing very well in the competition, and I don't see them in the top three. <laughs> like okay, bitch. <laughs> Okay. Um, but let's talk critiques. Love that TKB just seems very relaxed as she's being read. Although, first of all, I 100% agree with the Trinity. Like, RuPaul, like, you are wrong. Don't force her into saying bad grammar. If you want the answer <laughs> to the question to be, I have nothing, then you need to ask, what do you have for breakfast? Not what did you? Do you think TKB's mama raised a fool? No. She's intelligent. No, absolutely like, not. I... Yeah. Get your house in order, RuPaul. I know, and it shows real uh, real thinking on your feet there to be able to just be changing up gramma- grammar because you asked the question wrong. So yeah. don't come for TKB, not on this day. Um, I really could have listened to them eat up Kylie just all day. It's real music to my ears, and I think, that sounds like your winner, don't you think? Do you know what people like to do? They treat her like the sea. Never underestimate the sea. Always. Like when um, fucking <laughs> when they first started doing the snatch game of love, and then ginger it cuts to ginger, and she's like, "Okay, Miss Kylie, I see you." It's like, how many times does she need to like prove herself to you? Like every time you're like, "Oh wow, look at Kylie doing good." It's like, yeah, bitch, she just won. Like, fuck off. I will get into this later, but you can just tell by the way that um, Ginger always frames her comments on people how above all of everyone uh, how above everyone she thinks she is and it really bothers me um i like that they didn't give any space to pandora blaming divine no um as soon as she was like oh because i don't really know how to do it because um divine was speaking so much or whatever rupaul was just like okay thank you and it cut cut her <laughs> off and I yeah no no time for that if you're either yeah. in the character or you're not and you just obviously were sitting there being like oh god eureka's too good and then that's what threw you off so yeah um raja seems like her runway like i said before just like wasn't for this like there was i don't know it just seemed botched together and i thought maybe they have so many runways that you just literally cannot plan for all of them do you know what i mean that there's like 30 you're given like 30 different runways and it's just sod's law that you're like oh that's one that i didn't really have time to do i think you're right i feel like i literally even remember hearing someone because, yeah, I've been just listening to so many podcasts. I feel like someone definitely said the number 30. Like, you've got 30 mm. things to get ready. So, 
And you've just got to hope that either some of them are sort of transactional so that you can be like, okay, I could wear this for my Studio 54 one, but also for my... Transactional? Is, I'm really... This is COVID brain. I'm really just saying... Some, Coronavirus! Just, just talking some real shit up on the pod today. Um, <laughs> that they, Sorry, I mean, transferable is what I meant. Um, but yeah, like maybe... And also as well, if you're like, I've got some real fucking bangers here. But I can't do 30 bangers. I cannot afford to do 30 bangers. And no one can. Afterwards. Yeah. So it just seemed a bit like, uh, I don't know, like it was a bit a bit shaky, that one. Um, can you explain something for me? Why were Rue and Michelle talking about the sailor hat or the double headband? Now, I'm not really a fan of the art or the fan of the visual. Of, I don't know the body of work of Latoya, not that I'm not a fan. Do, does that make any sense to you? Um, I'm not sure about the, I think maybe she wore a sailor hat on Drag Race, but then I definitely, like, you know, those kind of like, um, sort of like twisted 80s fabric headbands. I feel like she's very sure. known for those. Oh, is she? I don't feel like I know anything really about Latoya. No, me neither. I just know that Alaska fucking hates her. <laughs> Why? Because she said she's like given her bad critiques and Alaska's just like, no bitch, enemy <laughs> of the pod. Um... <laughs> funny to have it and is she is she sister of janet yes not yes. mother no not no 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 no. i just i don't thought she might be like cousin or something i don't i don't really keep uh close oh, to maybe i just assumed like all, it was just like all five boys and then latoya latavia and janet yeah. and latrixia um <laughs> But yeah, I don't really, that that was kind of lost on me. Now, they said Barefoot Wine is a proud ally celebrating the bold and the beautiful for more than 30 years. Only since the 90s. Casually not supporting us during the AIDS crisis. Okay. And also, <laughs> being in spoons, I don't think you are a proud ally. That doesn't seem like the breeding ground for understanding and support of the LGBT. And also, Barefoot, that's not a very gay name. I mean, Bare back. Now right? we're talking. <laughs> Um, then you're selling bottles bareback but <laughs> barefoot is just not a very gay name the girls love a pump why would they be barefoot I don't I mean, know I'm not what they're selling I ain't buying I'm sorry barefoot you can so then we head into <laughs> Untucked um, and the results we head back to the workroom um, and by the father the son and the house of Gucci unfortunately TKB is in the bottom but were you sweating I popped to Molly but I wasn't sweating I I was lightly perspiring because I was hoping that the track record would do her good. But now, you know, I love me some Kylie Sonique love, but yeah. I really didn't appreciate her coming for Trinity so much. Like you were oh dog shit in your first snatch oh. game. And just because you did. Sorry, good... sorry, viewers. That was dog shit that she just referred to Kylie as just if you could just caught that uh, in her original snatch game. Um, so just because you like, yeah, you did good this time, but like, don't forget your roots. Do you know what I mean? And like, when why did she, why did Kylie say that Pandora should have been like proud of her of her performance? She went from having a well received one to like an absolutely nothing one. At least Trinity's consistently bad at Snatch Game. I don't understand why I... it's like, wow, you were bad, Trinity, but good on you, Pandora. I really didn't think that that's how it came across at all. I thought that she was like. When she was like, speaking of choking, first of all, absolute collapse. I thought, well, that was fine. But then she just kind of yeah. went on a bit, a bit kind of like on her high horse. Like I actually did good. So like, mm, do you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't hear it as that at all. I thought that it was like friend to friend. I thought she can only really talk that way to Trinity because them two are clearly good, 
good good gals together. I didn't think that it didn't seem condescending to me, but I hear I hear that it did to you. That's uh, not necessarily condescending. It just it seemed a bit kind of like wow, like before today you wouldn't have said boo to a goose about snatch game because you've done well now. Now you kind of think you can kind of like. But yeah, I'm obviously. You know how I feel about Kylie, but I just, I just don't like. I need my honeys to be getting yeah. on all the time, absolutely, hundred percent. What about when TKB was when not in front of Miss Tina? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because because oh. earlier on she's like, "There's no way I'm going to be in the bottom in front of Tina Knowles, Lawson." Yeah. Um, Eureka's conflict resolution is absolutely incredible since her season. Do you remember just like with? Uh, Aquaria and stuff just mm. her shouting and screaming and also famously with the vixen uh just she was unbearable and she argued about ab- absolutely everything and she came to pandora who is arguably four times her age and just was so <laughs> like calm just she was just like look i don't I don't think it's fair that you said that. I hear if, if that's what you think it is, but I don't think that's a fair um, critique of me. And I, d- I don't want you to speak about me like that. I was like, fuck, like, this is an adult. Weird. I am so glad she stood up for herself because this, this wasn't like fucking season four romper room fuckery. Like it wasn't like, oh my God, like Divine was acting crazy and yeah. I just was so distracted. It's like, nah, like you just dropped the ball, Pandora, and we're not going to have Eureka catch it. Sorry. But what was stressful about that situation is like she, I wish someone had said like, you weren't well prepared. You didn't have any jokes that were good and you didn't really know your voice or your character very well. You thought it, you could just get away by just sort of being a bit blue, but you just, it, you just didn't do well. And don't, don't bring Eureka into it just because she has natural comedy and she mm. could just, she can, she was doing exactly what you hoped you were going to be able to do to just be naturally funny and just riff. So. Not here for it. Um, now, I need to get into this. I hate how Ginger says in this situation, like, I want this from you. She, like, clearly places herself above these girls. Um, and she's like, she was like, she said twice, like, I want this from you, like, in next week or, like, it, if you go on in the competition. It's like, why does she, she always, like, tells, and she, do you see what I mean about her, like, placing herself, like, why in the competition are you telling what you want from the other queens? It doesn't matter what you want, you're in a competition together, like, I, I get when people frame it being like, oh, I'd really like it if you had more confidence or whatever, but, like, that's not really how she's saying it. And she mm, I feel like worried. Trinity's kind of, when she's been in the top, she's kind of said things like that, kind of like, when she said, actually, to Ginger, so maybe this is why, kind of like, do you see yourself as a winner, because you're acting like a loser, and, like, if you stay, I'm gonna need you to fucking step it up, basically. But what that's, I didn't that's appreciate helpful. that's helpful, I think. Like, I don't think the way that Ginger talks to the other girls, she's not like, um, oh, I think uh, let me tell you this critique because I think it will help you to be better. She's like, oh, I want to see. I can't remember what the specific thing is she said that this time, but she said it to, um, I think Trinity that she was like, oh, I want to see more of this from you. And it's like, as if she's one of the judges. Yeah. And I think she's very worried. She's very worried about explaining every little move that she does. So the audience will be forgiving, I think. And what she should be worried about is sweating out that pleather button up in the confessionals. Worrying and those about shoulders that. matching those hips, honey. For our sake, um, just take it off. Come on. I didn't really like the way she was trying to like make out that Trinity didn't put in effort. Like why? Cause she's not fucking self-flagellating. Like remember that Trinity never said she was a comedian and she's out here trying her best. You 
Ginger Minge, the comedian, were in the bottom on a comedy challenge in the um, the side hustles. So, like, what's your fucking excuse? I hated that that she was like, oh, I don't. She again, ex- ha- every single step she has to explain why she's doing what she's doing you know oh they're my best friend but and i might not put her forward because of this whatever like rather than just like standing in the strength of her conviction of what she believes to be the right right move. standing in the strength of conviction um and she was like, i don't think it would be fair to put her forward if she didn't if she doesn't give equal energy to each challenge it's like she hasn't said she didn't give it equal energy like she's just not as good at it was i just and and that's what i mean like she views herself as so um, omnipotent in this competition that she's like oh like i think that i have the ruling hand of what is fair or not do you know what i mean like shut the fuck up like oh what just because now you've got two wins and arguably both of them completely undeserved Mm. she shouldn't she shouldn't have won this week and she shouldn't have won when she won before um but the most important thing the most important thing that we need to talk about lukey the fantastic turning around beauty drama of voting looking back is now officially <laughs> canon it is the most important thing that is happening on all stars six every single week if i don't get it i'm gonna collapse it is it's canon. i saw that she shared that someone had made like a tiktok of her just like the, you know the um the lady gaga tiktok sound yeah well there's like the, the most Kylie, importantly the and she just like her spinning around, spinning around, spinning around, like oh. Most importantly, she liked it on Truffle Pigs when, when we posted it. That's yes, what uh, can you just say that louder and prouder? Kylie Sonique loved liked one of our posts. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, honestly, the fucking. I've my shit. That's it. Now we what, can die happy. I'm hope- now that it's canon, what I'm hoping for is that other queens now on other seasons start doing it in reference to Kylie Sneak Love, because that would really be a legacy. Remember mm. my name, because you're going to see me hanging in the Hall of Fame. Right. Um, and should we head into the lip sync, Luke's? Let's do it. <sighs> the lip sync this this week. She's blessed and highly favoured. It's Heidi and Closet, a.k.a. Trevian Cheek. Can you believe her, her boy name is Trevian Cheek? The cheek of it. I'm just so glad she's kept the name. She didn't give in to that nasty bullying from RuPaul over and over again. Let me tell you a little bit about Heidi N. She hails from North Carolina, where Stacey Lane Matthews and Victoria Porkchop Parker are from. So clearly that's fine breeding ground. Have you seen what's going on with Stacey Lane? Oh my God. Yeah, about she... um, she hasn't been able to do any gigs. She had to do a lovely GoFundMe. In fact, go to... Well, yeah, because she's Lane about Matthews. to get evicted or something. Yeah. Go to Stacey Lane Matthews' page right now. Walk, don't run. No, run, don't walk. And go, <laughs> she ain't running um, nowhere, honey. Go and throw some money down for her GoFundMe because she was facing eviction because she hasn't been able to do any... She hasn't been able to perform out in North Carolina in Back Swamp. So, um, so go over to her GoFundMe. But, yeah, uh, Heidi Ann Closet is from... Hails from that same same land. Um, now she famously turned down All Stars Six. Heidi Ann Closet. Really? So very, f- so very funny that she's back 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 again. As now, I initially didn't think an assassin. I thought really, but she was in the bottom four times on her season, and she won three of them. Obviously. There you go. So that's pretty assassin like, if I'm it honest. Is. And yeah and she's she's a wild one and well-behaved women rarely make history honey and she's here to prove that <laughs> though she is small she is <laughs> did uh, you know the song about... sugar walls before by sheila e i did i did 
Because that's obviously what they, they're in reference to why they were saying. Yeah, I knew the reference, but I'd never heard the song before. Oh, Immediately yeah, into it, nice. very sensuale. Um, yeah, and I thought, right. this sounds like a Prince jam. So I did a mini dive. And apparently it was written by Alexander Nevermind, which was a pseudonym used by Prince. Isn't all Sheila E songs by, written by Prince? I don't know. write all of their songs? I don't know. Um, can we talk about Heidi's hair? The Leaning Tower of Pisa. I, as soon as it came out, I thought, that ain't going to hold up, honey. I could just, like, as she walked down, I was like, that is, it's, it's shaking. And then by the first line, I was like, it's now collapsing. So that's fantastic for you. And that pony really was so much come- nicer. Just should have come out with that. It's like that, um, remember when they did the Michelle Visage looks and she just had that crazy, like, squishy hairball that she was, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um, I, although I did see her on Instagram Live, also, I think someone tagged me in it on twitter from her instagram live or whatever that she showed how it's supposed to come down and she lifts the top up and then swishes the ponytail and it all comes undone so it's like a reveal yeah um and it obviously just didn't happen for her um and but on my my golden rule of reveals the first look can't be rank (laughs) yeah do you know what i mean it has to be something nice into something nice and when she came out i was like she looks like a giant butt plug like it ain't it ain't for me um i love her fantastic song. And both camp oh my god same both campy silly queens kind of giving similar vibe which i thought would be but interesting do you know what? is ginger what? just gonna do the same joke every time like wait for someone to do something that the judges like and then do it badly after because that's what she did when mayhem did the duck walk sort of like and then like oh, I'm going to do a bad duck walk. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do a bad split. Like your whole routine can't rely on waiting for the other person to do something good and then you take the piss out of it. But I mean, it's working for her. She's won 50 grand now at this point. She has won more than all three of the original winners of season one, season two, season three put together one. Ouch. How was that <laughs> season one? Like 5p? I think it was ten thousand pounds, wasn't it? Damn. I think it was like ten thousand, ten thousand, and then fifteen thousand or something. Um, the fact that a a queen doing a Mariah ear finger still gets a scream is fucking mental to me. <laughs> in this day I, and age, in this economy, I know. it's like the most. All it takes is like someone has to hit a high note in a song, and they're all like, "Oh my!" And then someone does that little Mariah thing, and they're all crying with laughter. It's like, have we not seen that in every single lip sync since the show began? This yeah. is in front of Beyonce's mum. You think your regional quirks are going to make Chico <laughs> scream? Your region cues. Although, <laughs> yeah. I've got to say, um, so it's not a full anti-Ginger Minge episode. Um, very into those Ms. Cracker-esque, teeny tiny little Diamante strappy sandals. It's nice when a queen wears like a real girl's shoe rather than some like weird clod hopper. I actually really loved her full... Um, pink glitterati n- number that with the blonde hair everything mm. i thought she looked like little sort of um little little show little dog. girl or something yeah, yeah i thought it was actually very cute on her um and i like her in sort of like young girl because she's so little like her dressed mm-hmm. up as um she it, she always runs the risk of she's uh, she looks a bit sort of like little lord fontalroy that's sort of just like pet, <laughs> petulant child whereas i could kind of like her when they do her up more like a little like baby cheerleader um, yeah she just always looks like a baby to me yeah um but yeah, I actually did quite like the look. I thought it was funny. Um, but unfortunately, the winner is revealed as, you guessed it, Ginger Minj. Did you think it was deserved? Uh, not 
really, because I felt like well, Heidi did kind of seem to run out of steam a bit at the end, but at least she was giving us funny and sexy and dance moves. Ginger was just kind of, I was going to say hobgoblin across the stage. I don't know if that's a real verb, ah. uh, but sure. <laughs> uh, I Always more of the same, always exactly the same vibe, the same energy, the same lip sync. And I know people have like, this is my signature style or whatever, but it's just like, it was the same thing as where my phone, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sort of like kooky, kooky, campy, quirky, like, okay, cool. What next? Lucky turkey. Do you know what I mean? I need to see taste range out here. I need you to be able to give video vixen, but then I also need you to be able to stand up and kill an Elaine Page song, giving me nothing but emotional intensity. Do you know I what I mean? I think I'm going to need to watch that when we finish recording again. You get that dilly out, honey. Yeah. Get ready. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I didn't think ginger should have won the challenge and i definitely don't think she should have won the lip sync but i think yet again for the second week if you are not going to secure your wigs you will be punished for it yeah and true I that's why because do you know i read today that um that i don't know how true this is because now thinking about it, it just absolutely can't be but i read today that heidi n closet is the only queen in the up to that point that had ever been complimented on her way out by RuPaul. What did she say? I saw that. I don't know how true that is. But what did RuPaul say? But um, but I was I was I was just going to say that to say that you know that RuPaul loves Heidi and Closet, so I don't think that she. I think she would have wanted her to win. So rather than give that money away, but I suppose it does get to a point as well where they're like, we can't let this money build up too much. Yeah. Otherwise it's going to be like more than the prize money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But Luke's talk to me, Rose and Thorn. My Rose must be Kylie's butt crack. Oh yes. That little portion of heaven. (laughs) Um, And my my Thorn is Ginger just getting on my last nerve. (laughs) It's tough, isn't it? Because I don't want us to be a neggy pod where we're just... No, but can I just say, the views expressed on this episode of Cliffhangers are those endorsed by... Coronavirus! So please (laughs) don't judge us too strongly this week. Please remember that we're just laying up in bed, sweating away, feverish. We probably won't even remember what we said. We're actually huge fans of Ginger Minj. <laughs> <laughs> um, my rose was TKB getting her kind words from Tina. I know she didn't want to be uh, in the bottom in front of her, but I love when the worlds collide and they get their moments. Where Say my name was, again. Yeah, someone that they really care about is one of the judges. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, And then Thorn. Oh, I hate to say it, especially after that just... That thing that we just said, but the realization that we're definitely being sold a ginger win. I think mm. the fact that on on two times she's been like hailed as the winner when it just didn't really seem like it should have happened, and this is why the reason I think it irks me so much is this is why you can't come back if you've already done all stars. Because all it does is prove she hasn't got any better. Her like her performance is the same. Her costumes are the same. All it proves is that All Stars 2, she wasn't strong enough to get past halfway. But now that they're running out of girls and that the standard isn't as high, that now she can win. So why, if she won All Stars 6, is it going to be like, she couldn't get through All Stars before because she was not good enough, but now mm. you can. Like, no, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And if I was then like a an All Stars winner, 
then I'd be like, well, when if you won All Star, if you are Alaska and you won All Stars two against Roxy Detox, like Alyssa, Katia, Alyssa, Katia, like the heaviest hitters that have been. That's why it's my favorite season of all time. It just doesn't sit very well with me. Uh, Yeah, but can we talk quickly about? It is ninety nine point nine percent confirmed. Sorry for the spoilers. That who is in the winners um, season? Now, if you haven't heard, there is coming. These are not. These are just horrid rumors, and we could never confirm anything. But the who is uh, the, in the winners? Uh, we have the Vivian, we have Evie, we have Shay, we have uh, Jada. Is Monet? Jada is Monet. Not Monet, no. Most excitingly Raja. for me, Raja. Um, uh, Jinxie. Um, <laughs> Jinx. a real good, a real good selection of uh, our winners to come Ooh. back. Um, famously, there's some that will never ever come back, such as Trixie. Uh, I think she knew that she uh, just scraped it in All Stars three. Um, and but yeah, um, but sadly, I would love to see. And she actually very famously said that she would love to come back and compete because she says it's a golden age of drag and she wants as much um of her sort of golden age and the highest point of her drag career on TV and documented in a digital form as much as possible. Who? Trixie? Uh, is Violet. Oh. Imagine if we had Raja and Violet in the same... <sighs> Ooh. That would have been killer. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely happening and supposedly it's uh, being filmed now, which is why Shay has been taken off not only the noir lineup, but also the drag, drag world lineup um, because she's uh, recording now. And that's why Evie can't be in uh, the, the Vegas, Vegas Review show. Well, That's speaking of Vegas, him. yeah, him. my dream cast for this week, justice for Derek Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I just find him so hilarious and intriguing. I'd only just softened on him on All Stars to be taken away so soon with not even a sniff of a game within a game. Um, so I'm still waiting for the fantasy. And yes, that is a Britney joke. Please. Um, I... Also, I mean, we famously hated him on his season, but I just love it. Was the Vegas show that really turned it around, wasn't it? Just yeah. his delusion, his delusions of grandeur is just honestly the best. Living in a, he's just a silly little stupid sausage. <laughs> sure, sure. My dream cast. I will not rest until I see Gigi Good back on my screen. I just love oh. so much. I thought you Imagine. weren't a massive Gigi fan. I was first of all you stop that hateful speech um, i was i was a massive gg fan it was um but there was just so much there were so many different places to put my love in that season that i had to just it was difficult you know possibly the the, the only top three where i would have been happy for any of them to win yeah so either jada or crystal or um gg like just all fantastic girls um but i would love to see more fashions from gg and also she was she was low-key funny as well uh gg i mm. think she's she, she can be really witty and i just love to see if i think that's one thing that we're really really um not getting this all stars uh especially now that scarlet's gone is a real fashion girl i need at least one for all stars you know mm. um and the idea of her coming back, she was such a front runner. Like people really believed that she should have won. Um, but obviously love Jada. Um, and I'd love to see her back and what fashion she would be giving. Cause she yeah, love her. Moments, bitch. Moments. Um, so yeah. Um, 
But I think that's probably enough for this week because all this talking has really made me feel like I'm going to pass out. Woozy. I feel like we've spoken for like three hours as well. And guess what? We've got the virus, so we're not editing anything. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine we're just going to listen back to it and be like, we have just been talking shit so much. It's also like the first person that we've actually spoken to uh, since contracting the virus. Um, But don't worry, you can't catch it down... down the speakers so, not yet uh, hope you're all feeling well hope you're getting tested hope you're doing your lateral flow tests all the time um because otherwise you'll never know because we might never have known if we hadn't taken that um and stay safe uh and luke's best please like and share and subscribe and follow and buy wigs off us and uh, <laughs> yeah, most importantly we need medication so please yeah. buy our wigs most importantly stay safe from coronavirus And we'll see you next week. See you next week, girls.